All right, welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. My name is Ty Evans. Glad to have you here with us today. Uh, today I got a good friend of mine from Western Washington, Miss Vicki Lawson, and uh, Vicki is awesome, truly awesome. So uh, she's got some fun stuff to share with us about her mule adventures and packing adventures, and we'll see what else uh, this where else this takes us. Sounds so, great. So Vicki, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's exciting yep. to be here. Glad to have you. Um, why don't you start by just introducing yourself? Yeah. And just tell just where are you from, what are you doing about mm-hmm. your mule, and we'll kind of, and then we'll t- we'll talk about Trudy here in a moment. But just introduce yourself first. Yeah. So yes, my name's Vicki. Um, I came to the United States 40 years ago when I was a 21 year old. Uh, came on an adventure and found Washington State and never went home. Um, I teach at the University of Washington. I'm at the end of a long career. I can't wait to retire so I can go on Ty's rock hopping clinics and <laughs> basically follow yeah. him around the country and you you. keep getting better at this mulemanship, which I am completely dedicated to. Heck yeah. Well, you've, you've been around the country a little bit. You've come down to my place and you've come to just... I'm pretty sure almost every Washington clinic we've done, just yep. about, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, we've just we're hanging out here in Creston, Washington, and we just finished up four days here, and so me and Vicky were both just kind of sitting here. We're a little tired and a little a little sluggish, a little warm. <laughs> we're a little warm. Yeah, it's it's kind of hot in here, but uh, I appreciate you willing your willingness to be on this. We have a little time here. We're fixing to go get pizza in a minute. That sounds good. And so. Uh, I thought we'd jump on here, though, while we have the chance. So, Vicki, um, a lot of people here listening to this podcast are also on our Facebook. And if you guys are on our Facebook page, Ty Evans Mealmanship Clinics, and you guys will have noticed Miss Vicki posting videos just about every week um, with the Everyday Mealmanship Challenges. Now, she keeps threatening me that she's going to post a video of the visualization <laughs> visualization <Which> video <laughs> so we'll see what that comes about but uh anyways it's been really cool vicky watching you on that mm. appreciate you doing that too because i wonder how how it's going to go for um you know for people when i post these things and i and i i like to get more feedback than i have i don't get a whole lot of feedback on it so um i love you just posting videos on there I try to be real you know I usually try to video the first time I do it I don't polish it too much so you (laughs) you can see kind of where we're at with it yeah uh, I can more importantly I can see where I'm at with it and I have loved all of the encouragement and feedback from everybody in the group it's made me feel closer to the group and to feel like we're all in this together and that gives me a lot of motivation that Facebook group you know, my buddy started that. I didn't start that. That's, that's great. That's not Sky and I's page. It's yeah. my buddy Sam Scaling. He started it, and um, I didn't quite know what he was doing with that whole thing, but it's turned into something really cool. And yeah. um, I'm really grateful yeah. for it because, I, you know, especially in the winter or when we're, you know, we're all busy with work and we yeah. don't have so much time for our mules, it's really motivating to know that everyone else is out there working on things too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love it. If you guys hear some background noise, we apologize. We're just keeping it real. We're here in the barn where we just finished up our clinic, and we got horses over there banging on the gates and folks walking, and you'll so you'll hear some noise. So forgive us. You guys know me. I don't have a fancy studio to record, but um, so anyways, Vicky. Vicky has this mule, Trudy. Tube socks. 
Tube socks. Tube socks, and I love this little mule. But Vicky has came a long ways. Let's see, how, how long have I known you and Trudy now? I well, this, four years? Yeah, it's 2017. 17, okay. Basically, the story was I, um, I got this little mule. She came out of Virginia, and I made the mistake, probably, of not going to see her. I bought her from video and conversation. Okay. And I bought her in the fall. She came as a walk, trot, canter mule at three. And the first week she threw me off three times. <laughs> and I'm not that bad a rider, but she she just was oh, terrified. No. And I didn't read her. I didn't understand right. that she was scared. And I just kept hammering away like I could ride her, you know, because they said I could. And about uh, a month into it, I hurt myself a little bit. And I, I got scared and I decided I needed to just go back to basics. And then I was looking around for what the heck the basics were. Yep. So I actually called up a, one of your, well, one of your, not mentor exactly, but someone that you knew, Craig Cameron. Brad Cameron. Brad Cameron. Yep. And I called Brad Cameron and I said, uh, I've got this little mule. I, I think I'm in over my head. Uh, could you help me? And he said, nope, no, I don't take him anymore. He said, but you should look up Ty Evans, which was such a gift. Yeah. And awesome. about that time, I saw Ty's stuff, and I signed up for a clinic in June. And I told myself, I'm going to do groundwork between now and June, and then I'm going to ask Ty if I should keep this little mule or not. By then, she was four, still scared of her shadow and everything in between. And I took her to the clinic, and I just did groundwork. And I think at the end of at that time, I think it might have been foundational mulemanship one, you had us do fence work, but you did have us get on. And I thought, someone's going to have to hold a gun to my head to get me on this thing. <laughs> but I did get on yeah. um, and trotted her timidly around a little bit. And that was it. And then at the end of the clinic, you know, everybody mobs Ty at the end of the class. And I went up to him really shy and I said, you know, I've been waiting to ask you whether I should keep this little mule or not. And you looked me up and down and you said, well... She's a good prospect. <laughs> yep, that's, and she was. Yep. And she is. And she turned out to be. And I, I, I learned enough, and I got enough inspiration, and I realized there were a lot of other people out there like me striving to decide to keep going. Yep. And then I just started following Ty. And I followed his teachings and his videos and the Facebook page, and I just absorbed everything I could and just little by little started to bring her along. And... Uh, the, what really changed was she quit being scared and we started to build a relationship. Mm. And now she's mulemanship too, and she, well, you, some of you may have seen her online. Uh, she gives me everything I ask for. She's a little yes mule. She's not perfect, but she tries so hard for me. She does try really hard. I, I like watching you guys work together. <clears throat> we were, Vicky and I were talking yesterday, and you know, th these mules will rise or fall to our level, whatever that is. Yep. And the good thing about Vicky here is she keeps getting better and better. Every time I see Vicky, she's better. And then her mule's better. And um, hopefully you guys take that to heart because that's so, it's just so accurate. You, you, keep, you know, you keep working on yourself and the better you get, the better Trudy's gonna get. And they and they reward you with your effort. Yep. Like they, oh, yeah. it's almost like the mule knows you're trying. Yep. You know, there's just something about the relationship where we keep supporting each other through it. And um, 
Yeah, I'm no longer scared. I look forward to riding her, and she keeps giving me more and more. I think we have a bright future, but Ty's never getting rid of me. I'm going to be doing this till we're both <laughs> ancient, uh, because I, I think we can better. keep getting better. Oh, yeah. So. Yep, that's awesome. I like Trudy. She's a smart little mule. Yeah. Very smart little mule. She's just so nice and just gentle, you know. I love a quiet mule like that. Like, you know, her, her she just, her limits are, well, her limits are you, whatever, yep. you know, and it's yep. just so... You keep working, she'll keep getting better. I love that little meal. So. Yeah, thank you for that. Yep. That means a lot. Yep. Well, I've told you more than once that I would not still have that little meal if it weren't for <laughs> you. Because <laughs> if I hadn't had your inspiration and your work ethic and your guidance and then something to aim for, like I sign oh, yeah. up for the clinics every fall, right? Because <laughs> yep. yep. then I know I'm going to have to be ready, yep. right? And so that really just keeps me going. Um, and we've worked our way up through the classes and we'll continue to do that. So it, if it weren't for you, she and I would not be together probably and I wouldn't be as happy as I am. So yeah. means a lot. Oh, you bet. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'd love to see the progress. This clinic that we just finished up here, um, I was telling them all this it's just been one of my favorites um there's so many repeats yeah and that really yeah. makes it fun when people keep coming um, yeah. because we can move on right. and sometimes people come to the clinic like oh well okay i did the class i'm done like it's a driver's ed or something and uh, you know what i mean and it, but that's the difference yeah. one of the things that you do that i think is so important is you distinguish between there's a technique and there's a philosophy and yes. there's a process and when there's a process and a philosophy, it, the, that's where the growth can continue to continue, right? Yes. Because there's always more finesse you can build. There are always more ways to communicate. Um, yeah. there, are a lot, there are not a lot of people, and somebody just said this to me at this clinic, what they really appreciate about what you do is your focus on feel and softness and communication. And that's endless. You can keep refining that and making oh, yeah. it better. We can always get better. Yeah. So, yeah, it's inspiring to me. That gives me a goal to keep working for that. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You can always get better. Never thought I'd be able to lope the circle of hell, whatever you call it. <laughs> uh, we have this exercise called 20 cones, and, it, and people give it nicknames. Um, it's kind of funny. It, all, you know, different places. It, I didn't come up with any of those names I shared with you. That's, somebody else told me those, you know. So, so we got this 20 cone star, basically, and somebody called it. Hell's Half Acre, um, <laughs> Satan Circle, <laughs> you know, and what did you just call it? The Field of Hell or... Field of Hell field or something. Hell. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not easy, let me just say. You basically have to walk, trot, lope this pattern, and it's a long pattern, but it's basically focusing, the purpose of it is to focus on keeping them centered um, all the way around, because you have to keep them centered on your sidelines because they want to yep. cut in yep. or cut out. They want to go back yep. to the group. Yep, and then you got to keep them centered on the front and back lines for your speed control. Yep. It's really, really challenging. So I save it for the last day for mealmanship too because it's just a big, basically a big aha moment test where people can <laughs> see what they need to work on. And it shows up. It, it, it doesn't let you slip by. No. You, you, you can't sneak past that exercise. No, so. there's no way to hide. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> So, Vicky, um, Vicky's had quite a life of <laughs> adventures, um, and uh, tell us a little bit about the outfitting days. Yeah. Tell us about the packing days. 
I have, I have a favorite just... story. So that just to set it up, my, my late husband was a packer and he packed for the La National Outdoor Leadership School, Knowles. And what it was, we would take a packed string of mules into the high country and meet the groups that were, were in classes. So they ran 30-day classes and every 10 days they needed a resupply of food. And rather than them hike all the way out, because they're way back in the back country, they would hire us to go in and meet them and feed them. So we were, they were always very, very happy when they saw the mule string coming. As on cue, there's a mule. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Wayne, my late husband, Wayne Ledford, was a real character. And uh, he was always getting into trouble. And he was always trying to show off and impress people. So I have one particular story that's kind of connected to Trudy. So we went to an auction, which was a mistake from the beginning, and I saw this gorgeous little mule, little black thing, pretty as she could be, a fine-boned little thing, a real eye-turner. She was as crazy as a March hare. And we <laughs> bought her, and I'm thinking, Wayne can handle it, we'll be good. I want this mule, she'll make a saddle mule. We bought her, and the wrangler that was fake riding her in the auction came up to me afterwards and said, don't you ride that thing, it's crazy. No joke. <laughs> so Wayne's theory as with everything was, you pack it for a while and you square it away. So we were taking this little mule back up into the Pesatan wilderness and Wayne was old style, there were no frills whatsoever, but with this mule, he took a blanket and some grain because he said when she's cold on top of the mountain and I have to repack her to come out, I want her as comfy as possible. <laughs> yeah. So we packed this little thing in. Sure enough, the next morning we get up and it's freezing cold. And I'm hiding behind a tree holding the rope and he's trying to throw the bags on her and she's just trembling like a leaf. And we get, we get her packed up and we line out and in the string was this other mule called Merle. And Merle was a big old doofus, sweetheart of a mule, as gentle as they can be. And we were packing up these two canisters that are metal canisters that are about five feet high and maybe a foot in diameter. And we used them to put the winter stash in for the first resupply in the spring, so they usually stayed in. But we happened to be bringing two out. And so we had them slung across each other on the back of Merle. And all the way out, as we came down the trail, we had the little black mule in the back just dancing and prancing and being a fool. And we had Merle, and Merle's carrying these two canisters. And every stride that Merle takes, the two canisters go bong bong, bong, <laughs> for 18 miles, and Merle never even raises an eyebrow. We get down to the trailhead, and there's some tourists in the trailhead, and we come rolling in, and we, and we just tied the mules up, and this little family comes up and says, oh, that little mule's just so cute, can mm -hmm. we pet her? And Wayne's like, no, don't touch that mule, because of course it mm -hmm. will kill him. So he says, you can go pet this one, but he said, first let me show you how you unpack a mule. And Merle's gone to sleep on the side of the trailer, and he's still wearing these two canisters. So Wayne goes over and unslings one of the canisters, and that thing drops to the ground with a great big bong. Oh, no. Merle wakes up, leaps up in the air, almost to the top of the trailer, breaks the halter, and runs off with the other <laughs> canister flapping oh, no. on his side. Oh, at which no. And he runs off out of sight. Meanwhile, everyone else is in camp. Wayne looks at those, that nice little family and says, get under the truck, this, he said. He's coming back. <laughs> and sure enough, about that time, Merle comes running back into the parking lot. He runs right back to where he was standing. Wayne gets out from under the truck, unslings the other side and says, see, that's how you unpack a mule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely one way to unpack one. <laughs> 
Wow. That was funny. Poor, poor Merle woke up from his nap. And he was just <laughs> shocked. He couldn't believe it. He'd heard those things bonging all yeah. day long, but nope. He oh, took man. off out of town. That's awesome. Get under the truck. He's coming back. It was uh, entertaining, to say the least. Oh, geez. But that little mule went down the road. But, she, you know, Trudy, I think, in some ways, Trudy's a memory of that mule. Oh, because really? they looked a little bit alike. Yeah. Uh, cute, ladylike little thing. You got, you got a little thing for socks. You got a couple of little socks. Well, that kind was... Of like this guy's dad, he, he <laughs> likes them socks. Man. You know, that was a funny thing. Um, well, sad and funny. Uh, literally, the, we bought Otis a week before your clinic in Utah. Right. Right? From a friend of ours. And um, literally, we had been going on a trip, and one of, we have a little tiny place. We only have four acres, and we keep four head, five head on it. And the weekend before we left, um, one of my horses died. He was 26. He had some diseases. It was sad, but it was not completely unexpected. He dies on a Friday. We go to, this, to a friend's house, and at dinner on the Saturday night, the friend said, I think I'm going to sell Otis. Uh -huh. And Dean needed a mule, yep. so we just jumped on it. And the yep. fact that they're a match pair was just cuter than heck. But yep. but Odie is just a sweetheart of a boy. Odie, he's he's a, he's a big mule with white socks, and Trudy's a little tiny, fine thing. little petite mule with white socks. And Looks like Mutt and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we take a picture, I try to be uphill. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a funny story. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, it was a classic. Um, so. This this podcast is we call it our everyday mealmanship podcast and and at the end of it I ask all of our guests to basically share um, share some type of uh, advice or insight or suggestions because this this podcast might be around a long time yeah and um, so and I know this is on the spot because I didn't ask you this before it's all right because I like to see what comes to your mind yeah but if you was to to give these folks listening here some type of advice for their mule mm -hmm. um, to make them better, make the human better, that is, and, yeah. um, or just, just anything. What, what comes to mind? You know, in a way, it goes back to something that you do, which is you invite us to work with them every day. You know, this period of COVID has been incredibly hard for so many reasons, for so many people, but one of the few gifts that it's given me is I don't commute two hours a day so now I have more time so every single day I go out there and lay hands on Trudy nice. and most of the time we do something very no big deal I may go out and scratch her I may go out and hang out with her without putting any pressure on her I may go out and saddle her up and work for half an hour but every day we have a moment of connection of some kind or another and I think that's been a game changer I really do. I think that's where the relationship got make, got different. Yeah. Just not because I'm out there asking her for something, because I'm out there connecting with her. Yeah. Yeah. Just something little every day, and I've said this, and and if people listen to these podcasts very often, they'll they'll uh, they'll hear it. Um, you know, me say it quite a few times, really. But I really believe that five minutes a day, yeah, five days a week, will get you further along than. Five hours, one day a week. Just and I've heard you say that, and I used to say to myself, "Well, yeah, that's nice, but I work, ex you know, I yeah. work so much, I can't do that." But the truth is, it's a game changer. Like Trudy looks forward to me coming out there. I look forward to going out there, and it's not so high pressure. It's not so high stakes. 
yep. because it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah. So just something little every day. Just something little every day, and and preferably not a heavy, heavy workout every day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just a moment of connection. However, yep. you, however you define that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just being around them, just yeah. being present, yeah. more than just because I mean a lot of you, if you guys, if people think about it, a lot of times people just walk out and they feed the hay. I remember one specific day and it annoyed me. I did it myself, but I walked out and I just threw the hay and I walked back in the house and I just thought for a second, I'm like, I didn't even look at the meals. Yeah. Because it's just you know one of them days. Routine. Like you just throw it and I'm like, I didn't even. Yep. I mean, it could have been laying there dead, uh, you know, and, I, and I might not have even known, you know. Oops. So it just really got me thinking, yeah. my gosh, I need to be, I need to be more present. And yeah. I need to pay attention. And if I could add to that, I mean, the thing that is interesting is so often we humans go out there to do something, to get something done. And, you know, mules hang out with each other. They're not always about that. They're, they're never about that. They're just in, yep. in companionship. And I, I feel like, for me, to sometimes go hang out with her without intention. Without an agenda. It, well, that's a better yeah. way to say it. Without yeah. an agenda. No like, I haven't just... come to get you and work you. Yep. I've come to be with you. Yep. I know that sounds kind of wooey, but I, I really feel that. No, it's important. You know, just to not always be demanding something of them. Sometimes yep. to just be with them. Yep. That, that would be my advice. That's good advice. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, Vicky, appreciate you taking some taking a few minutes here between our we just Vicky just got done with mealmanship too half hour ago and we're gonna go get dinner here now. And uh, but thank you for taking a few minutes with me and with these with these good people. We have a lot of good listeners on on podcast land, you know, because yeah. you got a whole culture of people that are on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and the social, but podcast land is a little different. So, yeah. um, thank you for sharing your, your thoughts and your, your story, <laughs> your packing story. That's a good one. That's how you unpack a meal. See, it's you know, easy. We, we learn something every day. See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it Ty, I, I, can I just take this moment to say thank you? Because yeah. I sincerely mean it that I would not be where I am with this mule if it weren't for you. And I am so deeply grateful because she, working with her is the passion of my life. And um, you, you change people and you change their relationships with animals. And it's such a huge gift. So thank you for that. You're welcome, Vicki. Thank you very much. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in today. Very grateful for you. If we could ask you a favor on this podcast, if you, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review and, and a few comments, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, we'd be very grateful to you. We appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, Vicki. It's a and, pleasure. Uh, we'll see you all down the road.